0: so one thing that i find very uh, interesting is that a lot of people struggle with why do we have to have these variables with at symbols at the beginning when we could just have a regular variable like this and rails um, uses these instance variables so that we can set them in our controller and access them over here in our views now why would they do something like that it seems weird But when you actually understand the internals of Rails, that it's actually just a a Ruby program, you start to realize like, okay, maybe this is a little simpler than I thought it was. There's really no magic going on here. So imagine this. When Rails, a request comes into Rails, imagine that they create a new instance of this blog controller. So we'll say that this is, pretend this is inside Rails. We'll say they create a new instance of this blog controller and save it to a variable. So they'll create a new copy of our blog controller and then they'll send in and call a method based upon where the routes tell it to go. So if you said to go to the action of show, then they would probably send in the symbol of, oops, show. So then this would call the show method. So what that's going to do is going to tell the blog controller instance to set the ID and test variables. And you can imagine that it allows you to say controller.id and controller.test. And so you could access those variables from inside Rails. And the reason why that's important is because when you render these views, we have a thing called ERB which is why the file name's erb. And you could render these views, and you would say, okay, what, well, what action do we want to render? Well, we want to render show.html.erb, and this show comes from that as well. And then we want these variables to be passed in because erb is not really useful unless you actually run some Ruby in there and put some real data in there. So what they do is they say the controller goes in there. So this is very pseudo code. Doesn't Rails doesn't exactly work like this, but your um, understanding of it can be. This is generally what happens. We create a new copy of the blog controller. We execute the show action, and then we tell ERB to render the show with that with the variables inside the controller. Now what they do here is the instance variables so they would pass in the instance variables and these at variable sign at the variable with an add symbol at the beginning is called an instance variable so these are ones that are only set for this instance of a controller or a class so these are regular ruby classes that we're working with and rails is just saying hey let's get all of the variables of this instance, of this controller, and pass them in to our view. So when we do that, it just looks for at all the at symbol variables and sends them in. Which is why they can be shared across your views. If you were to do a regular ID variable, say that you assigned it just like before, This variable is going to get lost as soon as the show action is done executing. So it doesn't save it into the instance of the blog class. So this gets lost in the ether as soon as the show action is done executing. But these variables, the instance variables, stay around until the controller itself is destroyed. So these variables stay around, and that's why we need to have them. So you need to save those so that later on, you can pass them into your views. And if you're not familiar with this, definitely take a look at um, resources online that you can find, and I'll put some in the notes for this episode that can teach you more about instance variables and how classes work. So this is something that's very important to understand, but also gives you a glimpse into Rails that, hey, this is just regular Ruby code. There's no real magic going on here. It's just running Ruby code as you would imagine it. So Rails itself is nothing really special. They've just taken a lot of this stuff and allowed you to just imagine and focus on what you want to build rather than having to deal with uh, creating a new controller and sending in actions and then rendering views. You don't have to deal with that. They've taken care of it, but they've used features of Ruby that you need to understand to actually really appreciate what's going on in each of these methods.